I'm Brando. Pat. And we got uh, Tyler. Tyler in the house. Look at him. Hi. So patriotic. Jeez. So cool. We have got a ton to talk about. We have got some... Uh, you know what? Let's do a giveaway. Let's give away a hat. It's the least we can do. Let's give yeah. away a hat tonight. I brought this out here. We've got these dope hats. Where are these from? The Gorilla, gorilla Tees. Yeah. Right? Out on like the east side of Rochester. Super cool dudes. Um, we've got a lot of cool stuff out here. We've got guns. We've got cases. We've got guns. We've got pats. We've got a lot of cool stuff. Um, guns and cases and pats. Let's get our sponsors. Okay. We gotta, we gotta just nail them right, right, off right of, away. Right just, out of the gate. No. So, yeah. right in front of you down there on the table, Boom. we have a bag from API. That's Tyler. Let's, uh, let's go to the close up cam. Yeah, show them the close up of the M4 bag. So, that bag specifically is designed for your uh, M4 carbine style AR pattern rifle with or without an optic. Uh, and it's a very generously sized case, right? Uh, all their cases. Oh, bag. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all their bags are very uh, generously sized. And they uh, have great Velcro and patented uh, or proprietary, rather. Shouldn't say that other word because uh, I'm not sure on that. Uh, proprietary VCI technology. Yeah. Five-year so. warranty. And uh, did you see Mitch was down to do a uh, a test? He wants us to like get a gun or a piece of metal or mm -hmm. some something and uh, like bury it. I think we should just do it like right on stream someday. Like we'll just so get like a bucket of mud from right up back. We'll take a gun, put it right in there, it in there, and, and let yeah, it sit. see how it works. I know it'll do great. It. Yeah. Um, our other awesome. sponsor. So this protects your gun. What about if I wanted to protect my body? Preserve my body? Well, you got to get stronger, man. And then you're going to go to Beyond Room Fitness, uh, Main Street in Leroy, right? They have 24-7 access. That's awesome. Uh, they have student discounts. They have uh, spin fit classes, boxing fitness classes. You name it, they have your bases covered. Uh, great people as well. Really enjoy... Uh, Spending time with those guys. Just everything you'd want in a like a local mom and pop gym, right? Like yes, I would say that that is like when you said mom and pop, I'm like yeah, Matt and I guess like the ownership there kind of fits in that mold. But Locally, you know, not a big chain, it's right? Not no, a, definitely you know, like a, a local small yeah. business yep. and uh, owned by you know a little partnership of people and just how long have great. they been over there? Do you know? I want to say they got established in 2018. Yeah, nice. But yeah, they've been nice. there for several years. They're uh, they're doing well. That's um, awesome. And we're doing well. You know, that's great to see friends rising up. We all rise together. Hundred percent. Right? So, can we talk about these? Yeah, cases let's get some of this stuff out of the way. Yeah, we'll get them out. So, big fan. I personally am a big fan. I know you are. I know mm -hmm. Tyler is a huge fan. If um, if you have the budget for it, which it's kind of one of those things, like when you go into a project. You know, usually you think of like, okay, the rifle's going to be this, and you know, then what's my budget for an optic, and then what's this? If you can from the start, you know, like uh, Pelican case, at least one. If you can get like this is almost the ideal size because it can fit multiple long guns or a long gun and multiple handguns, whatever you need to do. This is the is it the 1700, 1750 rather. Mm -hmm. This is the 1750 with wheels, made in the USA, and we're starting to carry them here. We've had some Pelican stuff on and off, like the smaller cases, but we said screw it, we're gonna jump right in, get all of it. We've got 
1750, I think the 1700, which is just a little bit shorter than this one. Perfect for just like a tactical uh, situation, tactical bag. 299, right? 299 right here at TFP. Very reasonable. Protect your investments. These are lifelong cases. Uh, they are awesome, but they are expensive. That's not super cheap, right? right. 299. These are obviously for handguns, but they have their vault series, mm -hmm. which the only difference with the vault is they are made in Mexico, but it's the same uh, high-end, same quality, you know, that we know of Pelican. Sure. Uh, they're just not made in the United States, right? But okay. real close, right? Right, right next nice. door. Nice. Right next door, right? Uh, 60 bucks, 59.99. This is, they call this one a single, but I know if you were creative, you could get multiple. This is like a Desert Eagle, right? L5. But I know you could get uh, a couple handguns in here if you had to. And then this is the Chunky Boy. This is the V300. This runs 99.99. And uh, this is definitely like a 3-4 handgun. You could fit a lot of stuff in here or other stuff. So, whatever, you know, optics. It says right on there it's a large pistol case, right? Mm -hmm. It's crush proof, it's dust proof, it's weather resistant, it has locking hasps. Mm -hmm. Is this a TSA approved item? Do we know that? That is a great question. I don't it, know. They don't specify there. And one it of the only reasons say, right. Yeah. One of the only reasons that I'm asking is cuz for like I assume ahead. it is. I mean like it meets okay. It meets the specifications that I'm aware of, right? Which is that it's crush proof and it has locking hasps and that it has the ability to accept like a padlock of some description. Um, so the only reason I'm asking is because like for New York State purposes, like we know it's specifically designed for a firearm. We know we can secure it to our vehicle using like a cable lock or something of that description i'm just checking in the manual we'll see yeah no that's a good they, they don't say they don't that it's specify approved, that but okay that I'm is just, a great I, I feel like i i feel like i've never heard of a of a pelican case not being okay that's like that's like the standard almost i would sure. think but it is it is something to consider and yeah with new york state that's why we got these in i know this might be a little bit tough to put in your vehicle but it would fit under some seats if you the, had yeah to. the thing is is like if you're yeah. gonna put this one in there like in, I know in my vehicles, it's not going to go under like a seat yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm going to have to come up with some other like Which method we have. of we subterfuge have or something yeah. like this. We have the real slim handgun safe. Yeah. So I did a quick search, yeah. and it is looking like it, they are TSA. Boom. I'm sure. I was sure that they yeah. would I be. I figured they, they would be, yeah. but I wanted to get like a definition. They meet all of the qualifications. That was just Answers. an immediate nice. question that I yeah. kind of had. So that's just one of the many things we're starting to, you know. Uh, we've been to a few distributor shows and we're starting to get some of that product flowing in that we order and uh, that's one of the things and another thing that we got in uh, Smith & Wesson we are they don't really have like master dealer or anything like that they just you know you sell Smith & Wesson's I guess but mm. uh, they had a deal where if you bought so many we were allowed to buy the hot new uh, X-Frame, which mm -hmm. is their monster, you know, think of the 500 Smith & Wesson, mm -hmm. <laughs> the 460, mm -hmm. same size as that, uh, which they still offer those two calibers, but now they offer it in 350 Legend, which at first I was like, eh, okay, so what, you know, uh, but then, because I just haven't spent much time looking at 350 Legend. Now, we've got this. This is Winchester 
160 grain bonded protected hollow points. Uh, great for deer, hog, or bear. Sure. Shoots 160 grain projectile. Uh, muzzle velocity 2200 feet per second. Is that this what sort of barrel they measured that out of? Because I don't uh, think you're going to get that. That is with a 20-inch barrel. Yeah. So, so for sure, yeah, you're not going to get that with this. You're not quite going to get that. They designed, so we don't really have this rule in New York, but I want to say Ohio does. Look at that. I don't know if you want to show that on the uh, <laughs> the close-up cam right, up there. This guy if we can. So yeah, big, nasty... It's basically like a longer... Nine mil, like a super duper duper long for sure. nine millimeter, yeah. right? Uh, and there's certain states where to hunt, specifically deer with, if you're going to use a rifle, it has to be a straight-walled cartridge. Right. So think 38, 357 Magnum, 44 Magnum, those types of things, which are, those are fine cartridges, but <laughs> ballistically they don't do well, say, past like 100, right? right 100 yards. Uh, whereas this... It's still a straight-walled cartridge. Those cartridges that I mentioned, traditionally, a straight-walled cartridge means a rimmed cartridge. Right. Think of revolver rounds, right? Which are great, but those are hard to put through auto loaders, right? So if you have an AR-15, you can't shoot 357 Magnum through your AR-15. It doesn't work. It's, it's just too difficult to make the magazines specifically uh, work well. Sure. So, hence, they made 350 Legend. Right. So, it's a straight-walled cartridge. Mm -hmm. So, it meets the legal definitions. It can be used in all those states for hunting purposes. But it's a, um, what do you call it? It's not a rimmed cartridge. It's an, it's an auto-loading uh, cartridge case. So, it'll work great in an AR-15. So And, yeah, it does have, like, a similar... <laughs> overall cartridge length where it will fit in the ar-15 magazine mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. as well which is awesome um so it was one of those rounds that came out and it was kind of like meh okay like it solves a problem that that we don't really have because we don't have those rules but you know it's gained enough traction that now more companies i can't remember the ar-15s that were offered in that uh, in 350 Legend from the factory. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Maybe people, really sure. in the, people in the comments know. But regardless, Smith & Wesson made this delightful X-Frame, which, check that thing out. Now, Josiah... seven-round uh, cylinder, too. It is. So, yeah, that's kind of neat. You pick it up right away, and you open it up. You notice it's a seven-shooter. Uh, it Ten. uses, as you're probably or maybe wondering, uh, you have to use moon clips. And if I you're not familiar with moon clips, those are a thin little piece of metal that basically locks the cartridges together all in one uh, because you don't have a rim, right? Think of a normal revolver. You drop your cartridge in, the rim keeps it in the cylinder. Well, uh, with this, it doesn't work like that because you don't have a rim to hold on to. So use the moon clip, you load the moon clips up, which to be fair, is kind of a pain in the butt. If I, like I've never really spent time with moon clips. I've done it maybe like twice. So it's kind of finicky. It's kind of, you know, it takes a little bit of getting used to. But you drop all seven of them in, you close it, you're good to go. Josiah said he shot it, and with the porting, there's a giant port up on here. Yes, on we showed that barrel. on the camera. And with the full lug, I mean, this is a heavy, heavy revolver. Very, yeah. He says it shot like 357 Magnum. Like, it really didn't shoot. True. You know, whereas ballistically, this is closer to like 30-30. Yeah. Like, performance-wise. So, right. pretty neat. Um, we had two of them. We sold one pretty much right away, I think, before it even really hit the floor. Uh, $15.99. $1,599. So, yes. So, this one can be yours. Um, come on down. Check it out. 
uh, we've got it. I don't know who else has gotten one. I think we're one of the first shops to get this bad boy. It um, is pretty cool. I'd like to see one with an optic. Yes, I was saying, I don't know. I, I gotta check out what comes in the box. I'm surprised that they don't equip these with a rail or yeah, like or all just up there with, with rails or making making a model and maybe they do. I haven't spent a lot of time on their website lately, especially since Shot Show. I don't know if you spent any time. Did you go to Shot Show this year, Ty? No. Oh, okay. You didn't go. Have you ever been? No. Oh, okay, that's a shame. You should go. He's just kidding. He went to Shot Show this year. Uh, it would be cool. Like, uh, yeah, like if I bought this, I'm gonna put an optic on it. Maybe a red dot. Uh, if not a red dot, for sure. Don't, a, don't you dare put. Like a rifle scope on that. If the eye release, well, because then it's yeah, right. You'll make that an. SBR. I put an ACOG on it. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we can't do it. Uh, I have one or a couple more. Just quick updates. The new issue of Recoil has hit the shelf, which we stock here at the firing pin. We've actually had them for like two or three weeks in the back. It's been so hard not to put them out because it's just one of those things. Like you're supposed to display the old one until. I think this it was, day, yes, it was yesterday, then, I think, right. yeah. So and now we can finally put this one out. There's some cool stuff in here. Um, is the 1911 relevant again with all these 2011s coming out and being super popular and the way they're making them? That's the that's the question they ask. On Did the you front. read the article? I didn't. No, I just looked at the... I can't read. I just looked at the pictures. <laughs> that's fair. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't read it yet. I was just... I was wondering, like, is that... From their point of view, yes, because, you know, the Dan Wesson... Uh, DWX and the staccato mm. pistols and all those and it's I, you know it's one of those things like yes and no I would say for the average person no because the barrier to entry is just still too high so you know like to do they good, exist yeah yeah like, the problem is to get like a good gun that's going to be reliable reliable enough and accurate enough I, I don't know man like to me as far as like carrying one that's what scares me. Yeah, like probably not, right? I'm too practical, or like I just I wouldn't want like it sounds silly, but like I wouldn't I wouldn't I would hate to use a two or three thousand dollar pistol and then it's like I use it to protect myself and that's great. And then that's the locked, best choice. That's the best choice. Like like, yeah, but locker. then it's you're right. Where it's like, is that at better than uh, uh, a Mister Nine Twenty or a you know? Yeah, like, right. Like a three sixty five macro. Like, is it arguably like? It's cooler for sure. If we're talking cooler, no fucking doubt. Like, but yeah, but is that really worth it yeah. enough? And then, yeah. like, realistically, my like Glocks and stuff are are accurate enough mm -hmm. for anything that you know what I mean for anything that I'm gonna do. If you want to drop two, three grand on a pistol, though, come down. We'll help you. Like, we can do that if that's what you want. But no, I, th I think it's awesome. I think people are they should, relevant? Like, the question is, are they relevant? So it's I think like, for some people, for the yeah. Average person, I would say no. Well, I guess like, that's if I frame it that way. Competition, and sure. like, yeah. If you're Kevin Bach, sure. The, right. I was gonna say Kev, <laughs> Kevin's probably watching us now. It, well, we're being throttled pretty hard again, but um, yeah. So for Kevin, definitely right for a guy like him, <laughs> um, or. I don't know. What about for duty use? So, what do we think about that? Oof. I mean, yeah. If your department will buy you a Dan Weston DWX, sure, sure. I don't know, man. Is like, that what you meant? I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah, no. I so. I kind of like because yeah. I, I know guys that carry like cool guns for work. That, um, like, but they paid for them. Not, not I don't want to. I don't want to like tell stories out of school. But yeah, it is. It is interesting. We know people that have come down here and they're like, yeah, I was in charge of picking the gun, uh, and that's what I wanted. And there's like eight of us. 
so it wasn't really an issue. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's like obviously like RPD or Monroe County or even Genesee County could never do that. Right. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. So come on down if you want to read about this um, and a lot of other pro 2A topics. I'm glad to say that we are stocking pro 2A literature. And I'm open to um, suggestions too if there are other magazines um, that are, you know, pro 2A, pro 1A, you know, any of the A's really. <laughs> um, all of them, yeah. DNA. Uh, <laughs> send over your recommendations. We'd love to, um, you know, get y'all learned. Ty, what do you got? Questions, comments, concerns, bitches, grapes, complaints? Anybody interacting? Do they hate us? Yeah, we're constantly hated because of the freezing and lagging. It sucks. Um, yeah, that I, I can it. totally see from. Um, it's probably all those tabs. No, I have one tab open. <laughs> uh, no, that guy. I, I, I've got, I mean, I just, I want to figure the freezing out. Um, regardless, other than that, uh, really no questions yet. Do you want to talk about SHOT Show? Yeah, I think you should. Okay. I think you should talk about SHOT Show. We're yeah. We're going to talk about our big secret first. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so Freedom Weekend. We're going to announce Freedom Weekend June 10th and 11th. It's actually going to be a full weekend again. Dang. I think for the past couple, it's only been a Freedom like day. Freedom Saturday. Right? Yeah, Freedom Weekend-ish. Uh, so, but no, this we said, nope, we've got too much we want to do. We're going to go a full weekend. Nice. And uh, you know what? We're going to be doing a lot of fun things this year. Uh, number one, I think... I don't know. Do you think people would be interested in shooting machine guns? People like, hate machine guns. Like, and not just experience. like okay, an MP5 is cool. Yet, though, on that. But like, what if we had what? If, what if we could get like a belt fed, like something that feeds from a belt? That'd be cool, right? Like, would people be interested in like? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. These guys don't like. Mm, I don't know. Like, they probably wouldn't be interested enough for me to hire a guy to bulldoze some dirt so we could shoot like a Madus. Like, that would be stupid, right? Probably, no one, they don't want to do that. No one would want to do that, I bet. No. no. So. Alright, well. Right, right into the we got the... <laughs> We've got our answer, so... But, yeah. Uh, I We cannot confirm anything yet. Although, we do have some machine guns of our own and we're trying to increase that uh, collection. It's not really been a priority of ours, but uh, we realize that you know, there's a lot of people that want to shoot those, so it's like, why are we Holding on Why to something are we dragging cool. our feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, we are increasing that program. For us, it's always just been the staff. Usually we only have two people on. Maybe there's another guy in the back working on like all the guns that are coming in or going out or ATF compliance or whatever. Um, so like, there's three people here, but really there's like two like working, we say, like the counter. Uh, and then, yeah, if somebody comes in, it's not that we don't want to have you shoot a machine gun, but then it's hard because then there's one guy at the counter, and then if things get bit, it's just crazy, right? So we are working on increasing our staffing a little bit in key times, or maybe like working on scheduling people to do this. But sure, uh, we're doing that. So you know what'd be cool is if we got like a three-round burst gun, right? Like That'd an M16, cool. a two, or a four. It's something like, like that. More controllable. Is that what you're thinking? Well, a little bit more controllable, yeah, and but also like. We could put like a can on it, and uh, that'd be cool. You yeah, know what I mean, they could 
Yeah, probably be a little bit. Now the thing about those triggers, as you know, the triggers have a memory, right? Mm -hmm. So if you shoot one round instead of three, then you're gonna have to shoot two the next yeah. time, and that you got to be really good about like resetting the trigger. So the staff that was in there helping out with that would probably have to be like, mm -hmm. you know, pretty squared away on this stuff. But yeah, I do think it'd be like more controllable as far as shooting five, five, six on sure. the indoor range. Sure. Because right? you're talking about like shooting a belt fed. Obviously, uh, on the indoor range, unless we mount that shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be yeah. a challenge, right? Yeah. So. Definitely, the the friend that we have has a few like tripods and. Uh, sure, you know, no, yeah, mounting and stuff the is way good, we have to but go. like, if you yeah. want to be able to shoulder fire oh, something sure. bigger like than the 9, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, or the saw would be cool, but like, for bursts, I sure. think that would give us a Especially, grade. you know, like I'm sure the military too, they don't just hand you a 100 round belt with a saw standing up and just say, okay... Go ahead, recruit. Like, not, it's never done this that before. That was never like, in my experience. Yeah, like, you build up to that, maybe. Yeah. Like, I've seen the well, videos I mean, where the guy shoots two of them at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> I had a friend that did that a couple times. Cool. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was never that big. I was never uh, but, okay, so that, we can't, like, confirm anything. Like, the details are still being worked out. But the intent is a bunch of machine guns here for Freedom Weekend. Yeah. Uh, we are going to need volunteers. So... If you're watching this, chances are you're one of our like diehard supporters. So uh, we are going to need volunteers, just you know, in general for Freedom Weekend. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, hit us up on Facebook, send us an email, sell me your gun at gmail.com. Uh, just you know, get in touch with us. Let us know when you're here. You know, get in touch with Ty or me or you know one of the guys. Uh, we'll take your info because we're going to need help with like parking and just general you know you know how it is like the staff are gonna be just so busy selling stuff and then like working the range with machine guns and stuff uh we just need so much help and there are benefits if you're tfp's friend there are benefits <laughs> let's oh, just let's just sure. say you you want to be you want to be fwbs with us <laughs> yeah it's yeah, a good uh another thing for freedom weekend this year that's going to be new or i guess open to the general public we're going to have an after party like an official after party. So uh, it's the same night. Saturday uh, is the same day as Park Fest for Burgeon. And as far as I know, they still do their fireworks generally. So that'll be a fun time if we stick around uh, till 10. There's a cool fireworks show. Sweet. That, uh, yeah, we've got kind of the best spot in the house to watch that from, mm -hmm. like the pin. And uh, we got a cool bonfire pit out back that the boys enjoy a few, couple, two, three times a year. We used to go out there a lot when we were all. You know, young kids. and yeah, we were just kids fooling around. Uh, <laughs> but we got a bunch of uh, pallets out there that we can burn and have a good time. And I don't know, we'll, we'll have some fun with it. So June tenth uh, and eleventh, put it on your calendars. Freedom Weekend, twenty twenty three. We're looking for vendors too. I don't want to just keep rambling about Freedom Weekend, but uh, we're looking for vendors. So if you have a small business, um, we have never charged vendors to show up uh, to Freedom Weekend, and we're still not gonna. So. Uh, if you are a vendor and you have a small business uh, and you want to sell your wares, let us know. Come pedal them. Yes, come pedal, <laughs> come pedal your wares. And we have sponsorship opportunities too, lest I forget. So if you are maybe a little bit more established or you want to get your business more established, you want to get your name out there, we have sponsorship levels. We'll be announcing at every level from like two, two, three hundred bucks on up to two, three thousand, you know, for like the main ticket sponsorship which we've had uh Sweet. several times in the past i've always you know that's always like an awkward thing like hey sponsor our event like and you know 
Like it's there's, but it's some, there's some hubris there. Like you know, my event is so fantastic. You have I to mean, pay two grand to advertise. But it's like, value for value, right? Because there's people, gonna be a lot of people yeah. there, and like you're gonna yeah. get. A we don't make to you know. We never made them do it. They one time it was their idea. They came to us. And so right. I was like, all right, sure. Um, so yeah, big info dump there on Freedom Weekend. But uh, June tenth and eleventh, come on down. Sweet. Can't wait to have you. So, uh, Pat, you had. Do we have any questions first? No. Pat, <laughs> you had a delightful <laughs> class last weekend, did you not? What, the ladies you mean? Yeah, yeah, how was that? Can... Yeah, no, that was good. Um, so we had, for uh, ladies only, pistol mechanics, um, we had five uh, ladies that signed up, and uh, it, was, it ended up being uh, a great class. We had a really good time. That's awesome. And, um, yeah. How many times did you say... How many times did you say Yas Queen? Did you say that at all? I it's not part of my That's why I'm not an like, lexicon or whatever. Right. Yeah, so never, I don't really do, You've never said that. Try not to do that, but uh, yeah, I have to really really hold it back, you know what I mean? No, um, um you made it this far. But it, it was a really yeah, it was a really good time. They um it was an interesting dynamic cuz the week before I had uh just like it would open to anybody, right? So it could have been men, mm-hmm. could have been women. Happened to be six dudes that showed up, um, which is common. One. I mean, not that you don't get women in your classes. Sure, no, no. I would yeah. say that that's like more. That's what happens more often mm-hmm. than not, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're going to see uh, more men than women, and maybe women will be sprinkled in there. But if you oh, offer like a ladies-only class, maybe. right? Yeah. But if you offer a ladies-only class, you may get some more. Um, but you know, I don't know. I was a little bit concerned, I guess, being like not a female instructor. Mm-hmm. I was like wondering if there was going to be any, or if there would be enough interest sure. in it to like, you know. I feel like when we first posted it, there was a, there was like one comment that someone made saying like, "There's a dude teaching this. Like, how come a woman's not teaching it?" And it's like, well, if there were women teaching it, they would be stepping up and teaching it. Sure. Like, we would welcome that. We're not. We would never, you know, not want the best instructors. To well, teach we used to have the classes. well-armed women mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. doing their thing, and mm-hmm. they were awesome. And like, we really enjoyed. But yeah, them, I mean, you know, being five women had no problem coming out. Like, and you've trained plenty of women uh, all the time. You know, I do it all the time. But, but yeah, it is I, it is interesting that yeah, and like the general enrollment, uh, I would say, almost a hundred percent. Like, unless they are a couple signing up together. Generally, like a woman on her own doesn't sign up. Not for your get, class I don't specifically. That, I don't get that. Many. I think that's across the industry. Yeah, I don't. Generally, I, don't. I think if you pulled, you know, Frank over there uh, over at Escarpment, you know, I think if you or you know, yeah, I think if you asked around, right, I think generally, yeah, until you do those women specific classes, which well, like I go to classes know. and stuff, and I shoot competitions mm-hmm. and stuff, and you don't see. It's just, I mean. They're definitely a growing segment. We sure. know that there are a lot of female yeah. shooters. We know that there are a lot of female instructors. Mm-hmm. We know that there are even mm-hmm. whole groups of women like the well-armed women. Um, and there are all sorts of you know avenues that they can hopefully get involved. Yeah. But we wanted to create something that was specific nice. to the ladies, hopefully that would attract just them into you know more of uh, something that was com- mm-hmm. comfortable or tailored you know, kind of tailored for them. And I think that they appreciated it. That was based on the feedback yeah, that I kind of got. Good. And they seemed to uh, be comfortable just like asking whatever questions and stuff. And I had, you know, I'm, 
at, I made the comment to them, like, I feel like these classes are a little bit easier to work with in a lot of ways than, like, a group full of dudes just because they seem to listen better. Sure. You know what sure. I mean? They seem to take in more information and, and like, have less of their own kind of self-imposed ideas or whatever. Right. Yeah, and those, you know... The uncle who was the cop taught him, you know. Right, whatever. yeah. They they have less trouble, like, letting go of that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, Ty. Ty, shot show or questions or shot show. Um, we'll answer Mr. McGee's question. He's a um, nice guy. I love Mr. Love Jim. Yeah. Uh, Caltech announced the KSG 410. What do we think about that? That's, That's cool. interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, less recoil is better. Right, and a lot of instances, and a lot of people that are KSG fans are looking for something home defense specific. So obviously, twelve gauge gets to be, you know, um, potentially a lot. Now there are mini shells, or a lot of different ways to kind mm -hmm. of work mm -hmm. around that, or whatever. Uh, ammunition selection is key, but I think having the ability to select four ten that's a, even you know opens up more opportunities, I guess. Is it? I know it really can't be smaller, like lengthwise, but is it smaller this wise? Is it like, like in di well bore diameter? Chunk, obviously. Well, okay, so but like but mag so like say with a nineteen eleven. But yeah, it like yeah, like did they just drill a smaller hole right. for the barrel? Like so, you know, if you have a nineteen eleven, if you have a nine mil, it's the same size as a forty five. The barrel blank is the same size generally for fitment and all that kind of stuff in the bushing and whatever. And they just drill it so it's like heavier, like a nine mil. 1911 is usually heavier. Like, is the 410 heavier because no. it's no? It's gonna be it like okay. So 1911, yeah, government model, five yeah. inch, yeah, and then baby brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hope. If it's that, I'll buy one right now. Right. That's what I want. Yes. It's just so cute. Little 410. It's just so cute. It's like a shotgun but smaller. <laughs> Yes, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about... I love Caltech. I know people, you know, you can love them or you can hate them. I've told this story before, but look up... Uh, there's there's videos online. I want to say Forgotten Weapons, if you've ever heard of him. Uh, little channel. You know, it's just starting out. Uh, he did an interview with George Kelgren, the founder and owner of Caltech. Yeah, yeah. And he's this, like, old Swedish dude who just, like... Did a few too many lines of white powder in the 80s. He's just like, yeah, guns are cool. Make whatever. I don't care. Like, he just made, like, guns are cool and he makes them. And it's like, all right, sweet man. Like, I love it. I love it. He came to America because of guns. And you're my friend if that's the case. Right. I've said, I've said a lot of stuff about Caltech guns in general and like, <laughs> and the KSGs specifically. But like, if they're gonna make one in four ten, I, yeah. I think that's probably like the yeah. most useful one that they could do f for you know what I mean. In I my would, opinion, so I read online years ago that Caltech should basically be Ruger's R and D department, right? Like yeah. have them make the crazy designs, but then have like Ruger make them with Try their to quality. Them, yeah. Then then they'd be unstoppable, like. I don't know, but they, they just have that. They just have that like ten percent, like of I hate to say chintziness, but like they're neat designs, like the Keltec, crazy cool design, or the uh, the Keltec, KSG, the KSG yeah. crazy cool design. Um, their bullpup, the uh, like the RSC, the RDB, the all, all those super neat. Um, they come up with like cool stuff. It's just they're just ah, 
Yeah, but Ruger makes really ugly shit, too. <laughs> Think about all their semi-automatic pistols, right? Yes. Like, but those were tanks. They were ugly. Yeah, like the P85 series or any of those. I'm not even like, talking about that. Those were works of art compared yes. to the freaking LCP. Oh, and the, okay, yeah. Or the, the American. E the ECP yeah, and the yeah. American and the SR9. Yeah. Like, those, those were all abortions of pistols. Like, you know how there's like an era of Harley Davidsons that no one talks about? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, we just don't talk about those. Well, so, okay, so you have Caltech <laughs> making cheap, ugly shit. And then you have Ruger making cheap, ugly shit. And then they get together <laughs> and start just making... What do you think is going to come of Ruger that? Ruger makes great things. Like the Mini 14 is great. They're, they're like Ruger's legacy products, I think, are great. Well, look at the PC carbine. And the LC carbine. They're killing it. Okay, those are great. I'm Some not, of those, I have a lot no, of their guns, like the like the Ruger American pistol, Ruger American rifle, for that matter, is LCP. Really good. Yeah, there you go. Well, I was going the other way. Like some some companies, they make like the EC9. or those that series of guns. All those Ruger made those. I feel like just because they had to, because they got Smith. It's like a Ford and Chevy thing. Like oh fuck, like. Ford makes a mid-size sedan, like, God damn it! now we have to make a bit. Like, we don't want to make a mid-size sedan, but we have to. Like, yeah, so I feel like some of that's like, like, oh, uh, Smith & Wesson makes the shield. So, like, we have to have a competing, like, well, we can't let Smith & Wesson just get all of that market. So, like, we, yeah, even if our gun sucks ass. But the like, shield is a very good gun. But see, that's, that's my point, right? It's like, you, Smith & Wesson makes the shield. Mm -hmm. And then what Ruger can do in answer to that is all they can accomplish is an EC9 <laughs> or we an LC9. Boss. We tried, boss. You know what I mean? Like We, did, we tried our hardest. That's oh, really bad. That's the Cub Scout motto is do your best. Supports Ruger does not. That's another strike against Ruger, too. So you're making my, you're even helping me more. I'm, no, I'm fully agreeing with you. Ruger yeah, is notorious for wanting to disarm civilians. Yeah, so. Bill Ruger hated the Second Amendment, right? He, he liked to take gun people's money, but he didn't like gun people but to the, have uh, gun rights. Mini-14 doesn't take... AR like, mags, exactly. Mags, yeah. yeah. Alright, fine, don't do it then. <laughs> Ty, SHOT Show. Discuss. Alright, it was fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Alright, end the stream. Yep. That's it. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> uh, so no, it was your first time, I mean, right? First time, it was... Why don't you switch the... You should be big, we should be small. But I want to... I'm small, so I want to stay small. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, it was really fun. Um, How long have you wanted to go to SHOT Show? Since, since I started like, working here since in like 2014. 2014. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only took you um, nine years. But, I mean, getting into the hotel was really cool because, you know, we're signing in and I got to meet Donut Operator right off the bat. Just... Some guy I watch on YouTube. You guys probably watch him. So he was like behind you in line, right? Yeah. To check and in, like, and then embarrassingly, you couldn't check into the hotel. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, ooh. Awkward. I'm not. Watching. I'm gonna go to my room. It's probably like a presidential suite. Like I'm <laughs> no, gonna go to seriously. my room. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry, not one guys. to approach. I'm not gonna say celebrities or famous people, but like if if there's somebody that like is famous, I'm not gonna go up and like annoy them. You know what I mean? I kind of play like a hands off approach, but. I apologized to him. It's like, I love your content and shook his hand. So I felt that was really cool. Um, saw a lot of, a lot of famous people. Uh, Garantham was probably the most notable. Like That's he cool. was standing from 
He was probably standing like 20 yards away. That's cool you get to see him because didn't he get sick and miss like most of the show? I could have shaken his hand at the primary arms booth, but they said he was canceled. And then it turns out he showed up anyways, (laughs) which made me mad because I was like planning to see him and get his signature. Never wash that hand again. Never. Never once. Um, (laughs) But no, I don't know. It was just weird like to see like some guy I idolize and have watched for so long, like 15, 20 yards. You say he's pretty short? He is pretty short. Um, But like. Because he comes across, like, I would guess he's, like, your height. Yeah, like, Well over six foot. Like. But, like, most of these guys, like, have served and have been in gunfights. And being my height in a gunfight doesn't sound great. Uh, all, those, all the packs, all the marching in the military. <laughs> it just compresses, compresses the spine. Like, Sniper Dan is lethal because he's, like, a little wiry dude. Five yeah. four. Um, <laughs> please, please don't shoot There's going to be a bullet just from, <laughs> from parts unknown. Wanted. He's going to curve it. You'll, you'll live to regret that. <laughs> I got like two more minutes before this bullet hits me from Alaska. Debron Star, like no matter what his like his driver's license is six goddamn feet. That's what a bronze star gets you. <laughs> um, so shot show. It was how many awesome. steps a day did you walk? On average, I didn't make an average, but if I had to add them up in my head quickly and divide it, I would probably be like 2,300 steps a day. 23,000. Um, 23,000. Sorry. sorry, I'm bad with that. Yeah, I know you are. 23,000. Which is like, um, do you remember how many miles that was? It was, it was like, probably like 13 miles. It's crazy far. Uh, a day. Yeah. And that's from like waking up at 7, going to the show, and then staying out till like 2, 3 a.m. Because um, it's Vegas. Uh, so, a lot of steps. I think the last day we were there... It was twenty nine thousand seven hundred something. That was the high number I remember you said. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> just that's, that's stupid. crazy. I remember like Monday when they came, like when they like the first day they were back. Like, so you flew back on Saturday. You had Sunday to recuperate, and then Monday you're back at it. And like they literally, him and Josiah were like walking like eighty year old <laughs> men. They're just like, eh, <laughs> we're fucked. So, like yeah, and you get a lot of swag. Like every company is giving you out a million pens, patches, stickers. Has any of that made it back yet? No. Yeah, but. It like towards like six, four or five hours of walking around the show, your your pack is weighing like 20, 30 pounds in just patches and stickers. So you're walking all of these steps, you have all of these <laughs> patches and stickers on you, and it hurts. Like Josiah's feet were like just a single blister, oh. and um, but other than that, like just it was just really cool to overwhelming it's like everyone asks you oh how's your shot like you're in the elevator ride like oh you must be going to shot show what's your favorite thing there's no one thing you can really point because there's sure. so much yeah, yeah, yeah there's so much um the third day in joe and i were just walking and we walked into this random room and we were like oh this is more of the show that we have not <laughs> even known has existed and there was like two rooms like that where <laughs> we were just how have we missed this <laughs> Um, Holosun, I think, killed it. I think they had the best booth. Um, they didn't have, like, the prettiest booth, but they had, like, the best, like, reveal, in my opinion. That was the first booth we saw. Uh, Wasn't it, like, right in the opening, too? Like, yeah. Like, you couldn't miss it? Yeah. So I, I watched somebody on YouTube, and they were like, oh, I don't know how. I just, like, I missed the Holosun booth. And it was like, bro, if you don't want to talk about Holosun, just say it. But, like... Right. Wasn't it like you couldn't miss it? Like Yeah, they had a giant banner. <laughs> it was hard to miss. Yeah. Um, that thermal, though, that new one that they released is amazing. Um, so they had this... It felt very weird holding guns there because there's so many people you have no choice but to flag somebody. Um, so that, that feels weird, but there's no firing pins and stuff. And 
the Holosun booth, they they had like an AR frame. There was no mechanical devices in it whatsoever. So yeah. it was essentially just like a rail that you could hold and aim to look down the sights. Mm-hmm. And um, the thermal, if you it has the the scope caps on it. They're they're attached. So with it closed, you can look through the thermal and you can just see the outlines of everybody in the crowd. And then you flip them down and you can see through it like you're watching the TV through an, uh, a red dot, like you're looking through the red dot and all of the people are outlined green. But yet you can see full color, like so backgrounds. Cool. It was phenomenal and it didn't weigh that much. The only concern I have, because I haven't tested it, is battery. Um, it's solar, but that that was killer. Um, yeah. What what was the one we were just well, the this guy? Yeah. That's the Holosun SCS. SCS and that's like that's the way they're going where you you never change battery. Yeah. Like it's in there, it's solar powered, like it's charged from the factory and like if you need a new battery like they can change it, but you're not changing it. Right. But, yeah, this this optic is really interesting cuz it doesn't have an enclosed emitter only because of the screw placement. Um, but it does have an internal battery that you never have to change, mm-hmm. and it has the solar on the back instead yes, of on the Yes, it was an interesting design. Which I think is pretty cool. It's relatively small. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be a little bit more durable because it's a little bit more a of an enclosed design and there. stuff. Um, the button, I like how the button's kind of tucked here on the side. That's cool, too. And it's a direct mount solution for the MOS, uh, which is pretty cool. Because up till now you've had to use their silly ass plates. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, so Ty, shot. What are some of the things that you are bringing back to us? Like, what are some of the like the takeaways? Or like, are we bringing? Are you got some new products that are coming in? Or like some new collabs maybe? Yes, but I don't want to reveal too much. <laughs> um, okay. You know me. I like to keep yeah, yeah. secrets as far as that goes. Sure. Well, and nothing like um, you met someone at shot show. It's like, hey. Like we met, we you met with like a uh, camelback. That's we'll say. yeah, like yeah, like that's when we can tease. Like we might bring them in if there's enough interest. We think, or like they can do like custom water bottles that are like full color, like you know, like our logo, yeah, just not just like secrets, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have a thousand more companies that you dealt uh, with. Like I, one thing I took uh, away from Shot Show is I want to start branding a lot more. Um, you're gonna start seeing a lot more TFP. Uh, branded gear. I'm currently designing dozens and dozens of hats for us. Um, we have our best good boy uh, Phil on yeah, buddy. Uh, logo design because I know what I like. I know I have the ideas in my head, but mm-hmm. I can never make them. And Phil can make them. And, and like I can, amazing. I can draw it on a napkin or whatever that looks like a kindergartner drew it. But then like. It needs to be digitized. Yes. Like it needs to, it needs be, to look like, good. Yeah. So we have a guy that yeah, does yeah. that, and he's 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 been. I don't know how he does it with his full time job, but he's been pumping out some amazing work. Seriously. And I am so excited to start bringing in TFP shirts and all that stuff. So with that being said, we're going on sale with all the clothes we have in our shop now to make room for all this stuff. Yes. So any of that catching deer stuff that you see, thirty five percent off for you guys. Get it Get out, it out please. Um, and Arch- archery. Archery stuff thirty. Forty percent off, 30, maybe. Yeah, for live I'll stream viewers. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll hook you guys up. We're just trying to free up a lot of retail space. We need yeah. it, please. It's it's one of those things that uh, when we first opened, Josh and I like there were products 
that we loved, and it was funny because one of them, uh, the guys asked that maybe we should try selling it, and they didn't know we used to sell them like the year we opened. Uh, OKC Knives, Ontario Knife Company. We were like, they're local, right? Something like made in Olean, right? right? Like super high quality. That's who makes. I don't know if it's all of them, but they're one of the manufacturers of like the M9 bayonet for the U.S. military. Mm-hmm. Like, they make great stuff, expensive stuff, but really good stuff. And uh, yeah, the year we opened, we put in like a two, three, four thousand dollar like initial. Like we were direct with OKC, yada yada yada. Couldn't give them away. We couldn't. And and you know, part of that probably was we were new salesmen. We didn't know. Not that we're like grimy and like selling you stuff, but uh, there is. There's an art to it, I'll say, and there's like it's a it's a subtle thing, but it's you know they're genuinely good products. If you wear the product and use the product, and people see you talking about the product, then they understand. Oh, because if it's if you just see a two three hundred dollar knife, you don't know why is that so expensive. Like you right. know, uh, but once they learn about it and they love it, like how we love it, right? So it's not like we're selling you something, but uh, you know. We had bad luck with them. They just didn't sell. We, had, we couldn't couldn't give them away. But that was a product that we loved personally. I love their knives. That we wanted to sell in the store, but it didn't work. Conversely, there's products like the Mean Arms loaders. I personally don't like that solution. Like I would just, it just doesn't work for me. I'm not saying it's a bad product. I just don't care for it. Uh, I think if it was a hundred percent up to me, like if I if this was like a one man shop, or if it was like a complete dictatorship, if I was a jerk about it. I would probably not have picked to stock those for us because it's like, those are dumb. I don't want those. Tyler was like, we should give them a chance, though. And of anything we sell in our store, except for ammunition, like as far as a single skew, we've sold more of those mean arms loaders than any other product, like hand over fist. It's been ridiculous. So it's like, with a retail store, you don't know. Like an archery, you know, uh, is a very specialized industry. You really have to know. You know, it's not just like ammo where you can kind of just like, oh, you stock it and you buy. You, you see you see what's there. Like, is this the right stuff? You buy it. If not, whatever. You really have to have like an expert in archery. Sure. Uh, and that's just difficult. We haven't, uh, we haven't pushed it as hard as we should have. Right. So... You know, it didn't uh, it didn't take off. I'll say like naturally for us, like some things do. Sure. So we move on. And we find things that do. You know, the things that we uh, that we do well, we like to do them very well. Gotta here. be flexible, man. So, yeah, exactly. We we try out these new products and they work for us, or they don't, and we move on. Um, and yeah, at least we can always sell guns. Absolutely, absolutely. Yo, speaking of selling guns, um, Ty. We're over here talking about SHOT Show and all the different opportunities that you were out there pursuing, and it occurs to me that I saw a really interesting product. I wonder if you had a chance to talk to the guys over at Sons of Liberty Gunworks at all, because they have a very interesting new product coming out for people that live in our specific circumstance. Um, Go on. Which one? The behind I, I, enemy lines rifle. Did you see this? Did so I don't. It, it's hard to remember because everything kind of blurs. There was so much. So they have um, a gun that they're specifically shipping with a fixed magazine, and when you hinge the gun open, you, it's like a, not the not the mean arms, but hmm. the other fixed magazine. The comp. The comp the bear mag. Oh, right. Bear, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they're shipping it with a comp mag, and that's how they make hmm. it compliant huh. for New York State. And there's State. Like no mag button or whatever, or it's just it's permanently fixed or whatever, or like, <laughs> yes, okay, <laughs> cool. It's it's permanently fixed. You yes. should, Ty. You should uh, check out Sons of Liberty Gunworks. I didn't see that. They didn't show me that. 
but I will be honest, Sons of Liberty were probably the coolest people I got to see it shot. Dude, Mike um, Mahowski is like one of my, of, of all the people in the gun industry that like are cool. They were great people. I've talked to him a handful of times because I've had orders or different mm-hmm. issues or questions or whatever. He is an awesome like resource to the yeah. community, a great guy, real Second Amendment Get like they're tiny, hundred percent. That's what I love about them. Like, yes. No, we need to go. We'll talk after this though about the behind enemy lines guns. But those things are a great solution. Cool. Yeah. For that's. Us. I haven't been to shot. I think since twenty seventeen, maybe or sixteen. It's been a while. I went once uh, in nineteen. Yeah. It's. It. I haven't been in a while. But that was. You know. Look like reflecting now. That was my favorite part. Was meeting the people behind the scenes. Because yeah. there are a lot of those companies, yeah, you know, you go see Smith & Wesson, you're not going to meet Mr. Smith or Mr. Wesson for many reasons, but uh, <laughs> some of those companies, you know, you're not going to meet Gaston when you go over to the Glock booth. Like, that's not going to happen. Uh, what about his wife? But, uh, <laughs> from what I hear, that can be arranged. Um, but they, uh, some of those smaller companies, yeah, like you go to the Sons of Liberty Gunworks booth, like the owner of the company, like Mike, right? Like, he's gonna be there. Mira like, Safety. Uh, yeah, Matt Roman. Roman was there. Like, who posted, does he make those memes? Who who posts those memes? I don't know. Did you I ask him ask, that? No. He's gotta have a grandson, like how I have you. Like, he's gotta <laughs> have a grandson that posts his memes for him, because those are funny. I can't think of his latest one, but it, it genuinely made me chuckle, like... They got some good stuff. One uh, of the issues I did have with Shot Show, um, and this this kind of hurt. Uh, so, like, your badge has your first name, last name, who you work for, who you're associated with, and your address. And I would be talking with people, and we'd be having great conversations. And then I'd see their eyes go down to my badge, and, and see you didn't that have I'm the right New York, color of the. Uh... Or it feels like I didn't have the right color. Um, they looked at my badge and saw I was from New York, and the conversation instantly either stopped. Or they completely took a different route where they almost didn't want to work with me. And it kind of hurt. Like, I had to explain to people, like, no, like, there's a culture of us behind enemy li- Like, we're literally behind enemy lines here. Guys, we're t- that's why I'm here. We're yeah, trying. Like, 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 and it just felt like the industry was turning its back on us. And it really, really. Dude, I had the hurt same me. experience. I did not when, like it. I've had the same experience going to when Larry training. Vickers was here. Right? Yeah, when Larry Vickers yeah. was here. Uh, the the whole class was like a bunch of underperformers, right? And it was really embarrassing as somebody who was who was like trying to be serious or whatever. And like, you know, he's like, guys, I'm sorry to tell you, but the gun culture here is like <laughs> shockingly weak. And like, but there was there's nothing that most of those guys could do you know what i mean like it's just it's really messed up situation to be in so i totally understand where you're coming from i can't remember who i was talking to but there was a conversation at the gun counter this week where you know if you look online uh, a lot of guns are marked california compliant right california Mm -hmm. has strict very strict laws um you have to be on a roster right like if you like uh, smith and wesson makes this handgun the x frame so like any other retail product this product has a skew one two three four right the five inch barreled version is one two three five right and the six inches one two three six and one two three eight for the eight inch version if there was a blued one it's two three four five or whatever right like each product like everything else has its own skew in california if you want to sell that skew you have to send them like five of them to test that you never get back they do some type of destructive testing on them for whatever fuck all reason uh and then then that gun if it meets their standards can be sold 
Now, logically, you would think, like we would do it, oh, the X-Frame and all its variants, like it's not going to be any different if it's a 500 right. Smith & Wesson, a 460, or a 3... No, all of those would have to be tested. Every barrel length, every finish. If you make a Springfield Armory in black and you make one with a stainless slide, two different products, two different SKUs, eh, you got to do the whole test again. So yeah, California has a roster. Not You can't buy the X-Frame, you can buy SKU 1, 2, 3, 4, right? Right. I don't, like, so that's okay. So the background behind all this. So that's California's system. And the gun companies are willing, I will say, to, I don't want to say bend over backwards, but they go to great lengths to make products available to California residents. I don't know if they would do the same in New York. If New York came up with some crazy specific law that only New York had to follow and every, like, say micro-stamping, I think that'd be our worst fear. If New York said every new handgun has to be micro-stamped if it's going to be sold in New York, you're not going to be buying new handguns in New York. I just don't think they would do it. And, or, and, and you know, the market will open and one company will, somebody will do it or whatever. But I right. think the vast majority, you know, same within California, they only have, I don't know what the current roster is. It's several hundred guns probably. Like it's a lot of guns. Many major companies because there's a lot of people that live in California that buy guns. There are a lot of people in New York that buy guns, but man, that's just, it was just something we were talking about the gun counter because of our culture in New York being so weak. Like, I just don't know. If the companies would, that would be a very scary proposition. I hope we never have to live out. Right. I'll put it that way. No, but. for sure. Ty, we got any questions over there, bud? Chat's been kind of quiet. Yeah. The wife said it's very laggy tonight, which the number's starting to drop now, but I don't get yeah, it. My number's getting pretty low, too. I'm... We got to call Spectrum again. Seriously. It's fucking bullshit. I'm, I'm half tempted to just throw Dishy up like, and get the Starlink set up permanently. Like for the stream, is that gonna work? Why not? Yeah, it's satellites, it bro. It worked out at Polar Wave that one time. It worked fine. Like, it seemed to work better. I think we had seemed to work pretty good then. It just I don't know. Did we do it at the normal time back then? I think we did. It was just during the summer, right? Because it was daylight. Yeah, it was like roughly but the normal time. It was the normal time. I, the only issue that I've heard with Starlink is if you're using it around now like when everyone else is on the internet it can get very laggy too but makes sense it is what it is it's worth a try i feel like compared to this just hate being in the corn what being in the corn sucks for this reason yeah yeah, yeah. so before we go because sounds like a uh, good time close to a good time to wrap up i did want to talk to talk about this cool rental gun i was out there we were out at the gun counter looking around for different stuff to talk about on the stream, which we can mm -hmm. talk about those guys too. Um, and I was looking at this Glock 47, which I don't know if we talked about this on the stream yet. I don't think so. Um, but um, I was looking at the SCS, and if you guys are looking for uh, a new optic, such as the SCS, uh, you know, specifically one that would mount to your Glock MOS uh, slide, or if you're looking for a new handgun, uh, specifically a Gen 5 Glock in 9mm, we have the 47 with the SCS uh, here for rent. Uh, very good gun, very good optic, and you should come check them out. Amen. Uh, and yeah, I just brought out a couple long guns. These uh, Henry's, we got like four in, I think. Um, they're one that kind of like comes and goes. They, they, I don't know if they just make these in like giant batches right. at Henry and then they don't make them for the rest of the year. It's like a Christmas thing they only do once a year or whatever, but uh, 349. It's the Henry survival rifle. Wait, where's the rest of the gun? It's inside. 
the whole gun's in here, right? I'm not going to take it out, but trust me, it's in there. Perfect gun. Thank you, Ty. Perfect gun to throw uh, behind the, you know, the rear seat of your Cessna or under, you know, the seat of your car. Although that's a little iffy now in New York, you're going to want to have it locked up. But great survival gun. And I have not tested this, but they say they float for... Mm -hmm, they do. An amount of time. I don't know if they will float indefinitely, but... I've floated um, one. It definitely works. Yeah, that's pretty neat. That's what I've heard. Yeah, if you seal them up. Uh, that gorgeous beauty. This uh, thing is really cool. Probably they weigh about the same, I would guess. <laughs> probably. Uh, this probably weighs about the same as that AR-7. So this is a Kimber uh, Model 84 L 84. Uh, the L stands for light. This is a, a Montana... Um, version of this gun so specifically what that means is it's got your uh really thin profile uh barrel here it's stainless steel with a synthetic stock and it's 30 out six which is awesome um the only rifle caliber that matters that's just what the tag says uh, whoever wrote it yeah god bless it's crazy to shoot people with that right like that was that like, yeah the world war like like yeah. world war ii pat that's what you would have been issued i like, know i've been speaking of i've been playing the shit out of some sniper elite at home <laughs> and that get yeah five? yeah five. Uh, i want to get five i don't have five yet dude it's legit you should, should come bring, you should come play some i should bring my playstation in and I should just stream Sniper Elite. You should have a live stream and talk. Dude, no, you should. Why not? You though? can invade somebody else's game. That's what I've heard. Yeah, so I had somebody, I didn't know to turn it off, and I had somebody come. I'm like playing a mission, and somebody comes and like cuts my throat. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like getting ready so to funny. smoke a dude. But yeah, so, um, anyways, very lightweight rifle. This thing probably weighs all of like four and a half or five pounds. It's very ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's got a full length claw extractor, which I don't know why, but for some reason that just really does it for me. I just really like very nice. the idea of having that big Mauser mm -hmm. style extractor. Mm -hmm. It's got the three position uh, wing safety like your Winchester Model 70, um, which is nice. So here it's in fire, and then you got uh, safe, and then you got bolt locked on mm -hmm. safe. Which is, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's a pretty good uh, feature. Comes with uh, both your sling swivels on there. Uh, 1800 bucks. So definitely worth it. Not oh, a gun. 100%. That's a great rifle. That is easy to find. That is the the. Oh, tough you know what part. I didn't notice too. Uh, super short length of pull on the stock. I yeah, didn't notice it's really how, nice. Like, I didn't even notice how like small so, and got handy. Got a nice thick hunting jacket on or whatever. You know, it kind of compensates for that. But yeah, if cool if man. you hunt on the move or if you have a long hike to get to where you hunt. Man, that's the rifle that I would want. You want to talk um, about that one? Sure, yeah. This is a gorgeous uh, JM stamped, which means it's a real Marlin uh, 1895 guide gun. So uh, this is a Marlin from, you know, Marlin has gone through some, um, some issues like everyone has, you know, buying and selling and whatnot. They were owned by Remington. Uh, there was some issues there and whatnot, but uh, a real Marlin has a small JM stamp, which this one has right here on the barrel, which means it was made, you know, before Remington. Yeah, it's you know, so it's it's a good one, quote unquote. Um, we're asking nine a grand. We're asking a grand for this one. Um, very desirable rifle. Very hard to find a new one, which. 
you know, same as Remington, you know, Remington, I would say before 2007, was it when the Freedom Group bought them? But there was a time, you know, in Remington history where they were seen as very, very good. And then there was like, they fell off the wagon. This is from when Marlin was very, very good. I think their new production stuff is good. It, it's certainly better than when Freedom Group Remington owned them. Uh, I don't think it's as good as this. I was gonna say if you if you buy a new version of that gun, you're probably gonna pay thirteen or fourteen hundred bucks mm -hmm. for, for that same model mm -hmm. or a similar model that is definitely not the same quality. Right. So right. I would definitely hop on that before I would start looking around for a new one. You're mm -hmm. gonna sell that real quick. Super super nice gun, and uh, I think. I don't know if they all come with That's the straight stock gun. or if it's more. I think the guide gun. I think they do. I can't. I can't remember if, if this one is special with the English stock or not. But yeah, pretty sweet gun. Uh, we had a Henry. Uh, that would be cool. We had, I think that's the only advantage maybe a new production one would have. I think all of the new ones are ported. I could be wrong on that, but I think that's one of the only main uh, changes. But yeah. We've got uh, a bunch of guns in stock. There's a ton of stuff. You know, it's been difficult with AR-15s, obviously, mm. ever since September when you've needed to have a semi-auto rifle permit now to buy any kind of semi-auto rifle. <whistles> Sales for those have just dropped right off for Which us. Which was the intention. Which is what they wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think at some point, I'm not going to say it, it'll like catch back up to where it was, because, I mean, there was a time, and obviously, like, the pandemic made everything crazy and, you know, whatever. Um, but I think lever actions are making a big comeback. We've got a lot of, I would say, like, non-traditional, maybe, inventory. Stuff that, if you came into TFP over the past two years, you know, we were very focused, I would say, more so than usual on like AR-15s because that's what the market wanted. That's what people were asking for. So that's what we were, that's what we were helping them with. And we've always been great on handguns, um, you know, but uh, the lever action, we've got, I don't want to say 10, but there's probably been at points 10 up there on the rack, which over the past two years, you know, we probably never had any lever actions up. You know, during the pandemic, I would have said we'd had we had no lever actions up on the shelf. Maybe one right. here or there. Consignment right? ones would come sure. in and go right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we've got a bunch of Henrys, uh, some Uberties, some Cimarrons. You know, we got a we got a bunch of stuff. So pretty pretty cool there. Um, and yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff. Oh, we've got some big safes again. Not big, big, big ones like Liberty safes, but. Uh, I was recently at a distributor show, and Hornaday came out with, I would say, like, closet-sized safes. So the biggest one is, you know, it's like... How many guns to hold? Probably 10. Probably a good 10. Although, if you got creative, if you put them in API bags or socks or both, um, you could get more because you can stack them deep. You know what I mean? You can stack them on top of each other. But they are designed for someone who is into firearms, maybe just for the self-defense reasons versus, you know, someone who is into collecting. And I know there's a huge Venn diagram overlap of those. But as you know, if you've tried to buy a safe, we used to be in the safe business. We used to sell Liberty safes, 1,500-pound sure, sure. safes. Uh, and they're, they're ridiculous. They're hard. Um, a lot of people live in apartments. Ty, how fun was that moving your safe? It was ridiculous, right? Yeah. It's not fun for a lot of different reasons. Um, security and just the literal ass ache that it is of moving one of those giant safes. So uh, this Liberty safe, or this Hornaday safe that we have, um, it's 
the the one downside I'll say is it has no fireproof rating. But, you know, that's not like a legal requirement for a safe. That is nice if you if you can afford the fireproofing, but I don't think that means much, to be honest. Uh, I think your stuff's still going to get screwed no matter what uh, if it goes through a, a, a fire, you know? I think if you're... Yeah, I think if your gun safe is in a building when it burns down, most likely mm-hmm. your stuff is going to... And generally, be, they're not waterproof, so, like, there's going to be water intrusion anyways. Stuff. Like, there's a bunch... So, any, like, you need, though, in New York, and it's generally a good moral thing to do anyways if, if your situation demands it... Um, but in New York, you have to keep your stuff locked up if anything happens to your firearms. We had a customer of ours whose um, child gained access to their firearms, took a picture, picture was put on social media, permit revoked, gone. All rights to own every firearm. Is that like a recent thing? Gone, yeah, within the past like month probably here. So you you need to do you know what you need to do uh, to secure your firearms, right? Uh, and so this Hornaday safe I like. It's uh, $8.99, so it's relatively inexpensive. That's a, like that's like one good quality firearm, right? Uh, and it only weighs 170 pounds. So a good two, maybe three per- person team lift, you know, or one very, you know, like Pat could do it by himself. Um, just throw it over his shoulder, take it up wherever it's got to go. Uh, so it's much easier to get that into wherever it's got to go, right? Sure. Uh, and it's a genuine, Hornaday's got some pretty cool features for their safes. I'm not one that generally likes to, and you don't have to use any of these features, but like you can have your phone synced up with it on like Wi-Fi, right? Can't you, Ty? And I think if you just like walk up to the safe and push a button on your phone, it'll open up. So That's pretty cool. They, they That's make a it, great feature. They make it very accessible. I think it has all of their technologies available to it. I'm sure you can use that wristband they sell. They have like those rapid safes. Which I like. Uh, I think that's a pretty cool concept too. Of like you can like wear a wristband to bed, and you're not going to be fumbling for anything. Like it's uh, you're wearing it. What right? if somebody hacks it? <laughs> so I don't enjoy technology mixing with that. So I do think you can still just use a key. We haven't opened one up. I, I saw one at the show. We only ordered two of them though, and I want to sell both of them. Uh, if both of them sell, and if it's a good product that that is popular, we'll get one in just to display. And show off. Uh, th- I like though too. I know I ordered some, but they didn't come in yet. So there's like the big one that's like uh, not quite the as big as it's not on camera, but uh, you know, like an arcade cabinet size. I would say maybe a little bit smaller than that. But they made one that like it's it's skinny, very very skinny, like smaller than a school like locker, right? Uh, and it's designed to fit like two, maybe three long guns and three to four handguns. So again, it's just a very self-defense minded one maybe this is some some safe that you keep in a more readily accessible area maybe in like the coat closet by the door or something like that or you know this is maybe a secondary safe for you and that one's even cheaper obviously um but i just like these that they were you know they're strong they're good they're hornaday good safe you know storage for your firearm which is legally required in new york uh, and they're just easier for the average person to get you know yeah so no i think that's a great idea i um I definitely am obviously pro security when it mm-hmm. comes to your firearms. Mm-hmm. One of my main concerns, though, is like digital security measures as opposed to like analog. Sure, it seems to me like in a lot of ways, analog security measures are a little bit more uh, just secure mm-hmm. in the sense that like you can't hack true the, true. the combination mm-hmm. lock on my gun safe, right? Like you can't. I mean, you have to, like, replicate a key or pick You're, a lock or... Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I do think, like, I, I want to check out, like, the lockpicking lawyer 
if you ever watch his stuff on YouTube, he'll get those cheap gun safes um, and with like a battery and like almost no time, he can pop one of those open. I think the Hornadays are built pretty well, but any technology obviously is uh, is not perfect. Yeah, but it's just, you know, it's a gamble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but... We've got them out there, and uh, we'll do some testing. I, I mean, maybe we'll do some kind of uh, little hacker hacker test. We know a couple hackers. So yeah, we should probably just try to figure out like, into which it. of those things are more secure. If there's something that's better than others, what's like the coolest knife? I'll just lock like a really really cool knife in there, and I'll be like, Dar, if you, you can hack it, you win. You the win knife. the knife. <laughs> yeah. There is a CZ Shadow Two in here. Oh, <laughs> or something. There's a samurai sword. <laughs> oh my web any comments um yeah just some pests that goes by Jim asking questions I can't read over the air Jim spelled with, with a, a golf with a G yeah yeah I can't I can't I'm happy this person linked him to a mental health website <laughs> That's really Sounds funny. Like who who sent the mental health website link? Um, That's funny. Yeah, you can read. They it. win the hat. Some, some, whoever whoever sent the mental health thing. Somebody that doesn't get Jim. <laughs> <laughs> they can win the hat. Who he, wins the hat? He gets the mental health. <laughs> That's um. perfect. <laughs> Is that? Oh. <laughs> uh. That's good stuff. I mean, you can just read it. Pull up your phone. Pull up the comments. I, that's unprofessional, Ty. Just read it. How I un- can't. It's Why? Bad. Is there one word that's bad? It's the concept of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, be professional. Get get me close without saying it. It's one of those things where, like, my friend said, the event horizon. You kind of can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta go oh, read the comments. All right, we gotta go. All, All right. right, get out of here and read some comments. Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't. I don't know if it shows up on here. The stupid view. Is it like? Is it about guns? Yes. Okay. We're gonna play twenty questions. Is it about like the ATF? It's about homeless people. Okay. Well, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Jeepers! Thirty-nine comments. Um, for re- for legal reasons, this is a joke. I would never you think about using firearms for. Any- What's well, a good gun if you ran into? Wow. Okay. What's a good group? What's a good gun if, like... Oh, wow. Well, what's the situation? <laughs> what's the... You know, I mean, yeah, we're going to skip by that. But Jim, 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 Jim. They, those, the, I like living up north. Whenever I travel down south, let's just say, I'm always... Remi- I'm always um, grateful for the cold weather as much as sometimes the cold weather sucks you know what the cold is great at concealing things not having homeless people up here oh right <laughs> that sounds so bad that is bad that is bad what was what was your experience with them in vegas i ignored them yes same we do up here i made sure that they had a warm blanket food um when i wasn't at the uh, the expo, I give them my key card and let them yeah shower room. up yeah, yeah get cleaned yeah yeah sleep in the bed whatever but man when I was in Nashville it's it's just very um, 
I mean, I'm sure you can go. I know we have like tent city areas in Rochester, uh, but they are generally not, you know, like where most like you're not going to go to a Amherst game and walk past there. And maybe just, like I didn't know where I was in Nashville, but like I would like turn. I would be like you know in like a there's a lot of people right here. And you'd like turn a thing, and now there's like an underpass, and there's like fifty. <laughs> There's just like an encampment of like 50 oh, people Lord. down there, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck, okay, well, we're going over this way. Like, it was just very, very interesting. But, well, they're new poor. <laughs> they're new poor. We're old poor. <laughs> we're old poor. We're old poor, Charlie. Oh, yeah, Jim. Jim, 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 Jim. <laughs> he's my favorite. Yeah. He's gonna, he's. He's just gonna get red flag. <laughs> <laughs> he's just asking questions. He's, he's, that's how you lose them. He's already on all the lists. So <laughs> he is a list. <laughs> I'll just never forget, like when we started up the Venture Crew, and it was for fourteen to twenty-one year olds, and we had a bunch of like fourteen to fifteen year old like. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like Jim kiddos, like, like wanted to. Yeah, and, there was like, and then there was Jim at like twenty and like eleven months or like ten months, and he's like, "Do you mean if I just show up on Tuesday nights, I can shoot guns? Like, and you're only gonna charge me like a couple bucks because I'm a kid?" And I was like, "Bro, you have like thirty tattoos." Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a kid. Like, bro, like, aren't you married? Like, there should be, it should be like, yeah, you're under 21, but He's, you don't have ink. Like, no, like I'm just kidding. Thing, like, yeah, like, like, aren't we the same age? Like, no. Actually, <laughs> like, one of the, one of the women who was in attendance at my uh, ladies pistol mechanics class over the weekend, she was a mutual friend of, or Jim was a mutual friend of ours, and that was how she got referred yeah, cool. to the class. Yeah, so thanks for the help on that, Jim. Thanks for everything, crazy bastard. All right, I got to go to bed. Yeah, peeps. let's get out of here. Let's Is there anything else, Ty? Can we leave? Um, hold on. <laughs> can we leave? <laughs> yeah, we can leave. He's just got a gun pointed at us. Like...